What's going on, Sunbelt fans? Welcome to the week four wrap-up. Uh, what a week it was. Uh, my worst week of predicting games as I went three and six overall. Uh, we kind of already jumped into the Coastal Carolina-Georgia State game since that was Thursday and the, the preview came out on Friday. So we kind of recapped that one already. Uh, we'll skip over that. I, I, you just in case you didn't listen to that one, Georgia State went down again. Uh 24 and then coastal had 41 to take that one pretty easily in the end so we'll start off with uh the first game of the week as far as saturday is concerned uh james madison and app state Uh, what a game this was i mean it was a it was pretty much a shootout as i predicted on the final score uh however it was not the shootout as i expected to see it live uh i thought each team would just battle back and forth, you know, 7-7, 10-7, 17-7, 17-10, you know, that type of a shootout. Just a lot of scoring back and forth. Well, it didn't happen that way. Somehow, App State scored 28 points in one quarter. It didn't score any points in any other quarter throughout the rest of the game. So, full credit to James Madison. Uh, they brought a good amount of people. It's Probably some of the most amount of other teams' colors I've seen in Boone in a long time. Uh, they seem to be pleasant to deal with. I didn't run into any issues myself. Hopefully, most of them had pleasant experiences. Uh, they performed well on the field. Even when they were struggling to put points on the board, they were still moving the ball pretty well. Uh, it looks like their field goal kicker is struggling a little bit at this point in the season. I think he missed two on Saturday. Uh, and, and full credit, I mean, you're down 28-3. to three. At one point, you could pack it up. Uh, it looks like App State kind of packed it up. I, I don't, I don't know if you pinpoint one thing that that really could change that outcome of that game tremendously. Uh, App State's just got to be better off, uh, on the line of scrimmage to open up the game for their running backs, uh, give quarterback better protection, and they didn't do that at all in the second half. Uh, they really didn't open up the running game at all in the first half either uh james madison held them in tech in check for the running game which was a, a, a bigger surprise to me i knew app would have decent success through the air and i knew james madison would certainly have success through the air i was surprised that they did shut down thornton pretty well uh he was held i think he had one reception actually on the game total uh but they they found the other guys they needed to and uh all credit to them they played a great game overall never gave up and ended up taking that one in the end um Tough loss for App State fans, but James Madison has a lot to look forward to in this new Sun Belt and, and moving up, and they've got the guys in positions to do it. The portal has changed that type of move up tremendously, uh, so that's a really good point for them to uh, know that they've found the guys that they had already on the roster, and they're pairing them up with other guys that are, are working just as hard and continuing what they've done at the 1AA level here in 1A football, FBS football. Uh, after that, we'll, we'll jump into the Georgia State-Ball State game. I had that one predicted as Georgia State 48, Ball State 21. Uh, Georgia State, uh, sorry, Georgia Southern. Wow, They're, everyone's going to get mad about that one. Georgia Southern ended up winning that game 34-23. to So Ball State scored about as many points as I had predicted, and Georgia Southern uh, did pretty well. Uh, didn't quite put quite as much up on the board as I thought they would, but I mean, they, they did a great job. The only thing that I was probably surprised with was the run game didn't really get opened up as much as 
you know, it, it could have been or has been in the past. Uh, none of the running backs had more than 70 yards. Um, but they spread the ball out for the running backs. So, you know, they did a good job there. And Vantrese had a great game. 310 total yards, two touchdowns. So a tremendous job there. And uh, they found their receivers, right? So they're just looking good. Ball State, you know, 1-3 overall after that game. Uh, we knew they wouldn't be a huge challenge. But they do have an offense over there at Ball State. Um, so their quarterback actually threw for more yardage than Vantrese did for Southern. But it's exactly the type of game Southern needs to get back on to where they were at, uh, scoring points and beating somebody by outscoring them and, and holding them up up defensively enough um, to be successful there. Then we'll jump into the Arkansas State and Old Dominion game. This one surprised me. I had Arkansas State taking this one by 10, 34-24. Uh, it was still a close game. But it was even closer than I thought it might be. ODU actually ended up taking this one 29-26. Every time I talk about ODU's defense and maybe not doing enough offensively, they seem to prove me wrong. So uh, if you don't like what I'm saying, ODU fans, it, it seems to still still work out for you in the end. So I wouldn't be too upset about it. Uh, just have me continue to doubt you for the rest of the year, and, and you'll probably end up with a pretty good record. Uh, Blackman struggled here in this one. He, one touchdown, one interception, but he also fumbled the ball away once. Um, wasn't the greatest with completions percentage. Uh, Wolf really stepped this one up. Uh, his completion percentage wasn't all that much better than Blackman's, to be honest, but 279 yards, two touchdowns, just a very clean game uh, by him overall. Neither of these teams, I, I guess going back to my prediction, I thought Arkansas State would establish the run here, and that's what would prove to be the difference if they could control the clock and control the ball longer. They couldn't do that. Uh, which is interesting because ODU doesn't seem to have been able to do that either. No running back on either team ran for more than 46 yards. Uh, shockingly enough, these are all uh, passing offenses, and that's what they lean on. Uh, Foreman for Arkansas State had the big game for them, over 100 yards and a touchdown. And then, of course, as if there was any doubt, Jennings comes through again for Old Dominion, 140 yards and a touchdown with a long catch of 77. Uh, so that's going to be a huge difference maker if they continue getting him the ball. And Kuntz actually, uh, not even 50 yards for him on the day, only three catches, but he did come up with a touchdown. Obviously, he's that tight end, that uh, size that you want to hit. Uh, when you're getting towards that red zone area. So that's where he's come into play and been very successful as far as that is concerned. Then we'll jump into the Southern Miss-Tulane game. This one shocked me, guys. I had this one as a Tulane win 27-10 over Southern Miss before this started. But Southern Miss comes away with the bell. I, I honestly didn't know this was such a big rivalry, um, not having any real interest or reason to have interest in Tulane and Southern Miss previously but man watching this game back was fun uh southern miss really impressed me on both sides of the ball really uh this Tulane team had just beaten kansas state up in kansas um and you know maybe their other wins weren't so great looking but when you beat a team that's ranked on the road that's never easy to do and they had done that come down they were three and oh on the year everyone pretty much thought Tulane was going to take this one. Southern Miss had had a decent game with Miami, and we know where Miami stands now after that uh, Middle Tennessee game, but very impressed when I'm watching back this game um, with how that happened. Wilkie is definitely the quarterback they need to just stick with, the quarterback of the future. Um, 
Gore really surprisingly did not have much of a great game. Only 44 yards. That Tulane defense is is pretty good, but they really open up that pass game. And obviously Brownlee's their go-to guy, but Caston had the big game, 91 yards and one touchdown. He looked great throughout the game. In fact, I think it was maybe even his first catch. He kind of bobbles it and then brings it in. Um, so he started off like a like a rough look, but then took just took over the game completely and was certainly a reason to be named uh, the player of the game there. So yeah, I I'm uh, starting to come around on Southern Miss again. That that transfer portal is really working out for some of these teams, which is great, especially when we're playing games out of conference. You know, in conference you don't want your team to lose, but man, when we're going up against anybody out of conference, I'm always going for that Sun Belt team. So great. Awesome victory there by Southern Miss over Tulane and in one a big rivalry for them down there. Uh, after that, we'll jump into the Texas State Houston Baptist slash Houston Christian game. Uh, I had this game as Texas State thirty one, Houston Christian seventeen. It ends up being Texas State 34, Houston Christian 0. So a little better than I had thought, but about the same as far as domination is concerned. Uh, this is a lower-level team going up against you know uh, one of the teams that's te- in Texas State that's still in a rebuild but has been having some success even against some of these bigger opponents that they've played. So Hatcher went off for 362 and four touchdowns total. They're starting to get that running game going. Again, this is a lesser defense they're facing, but to get their running back some more yardage and and pound that rock with the O-line having a little more success is a good thing to see. Hatcher doesn't seem to be any kind of running quarterback as he's you know listed as negative 28 yards on the game so uh yeah he's not a runner you don't want him running the ball but as long as they can get that o-line established and get the ball to Perry, you know, i think they're going to be fine they obviously keep getting the ball to uh, uh hawkins uh who had a touchdown in this one but as actually outpaced by uh bank both banks and barbie uh barbie had uh, just a great game 112 yards one touchdown total and defensively you know you're coming away with four sacks um seven for loss so you know defensively looking good um texas state is kind of getting back into a groove there right before they start conference play so that's good for them great to see them take care of business against uh, a lesser opponent there uh then we'll jump into the troy and marshall game i had this one as Marshall 30, Troy 17, and boy was I ever wrong. Uh, I thought Marshall would take that loss to Bowling Green hard, come back, reestablish what they had done against Notre Dame, come out and play Troy really well. Now, it doesn't surprise me where Troy ended up. I, I had them as 17 points total. You know, they end up scoring 16 points and taking this one 16 to 7 over Marshall. Um, but I will tell you that. Uh, <laughs> This game was is was surprise. If, you know, if they'd switched uniforms, it wouldn't have shocked me. I guess it's not totally shocking overall. Like I said, it, Troy deserved everything that they got there at Appalachian State, uh, except for the final score um, because they dominated the game and they were where they were, wanted to be right there at the end. Maybe some questionable coaching got them to be in that position that ended up not being in their favor in the end. But um, Gunnar Watson's coming on three twenty one. No touchdowns, surprisingly, and he did have a pick in that game, but they've, they're have they just really good at spreading the ball around. Um, there's not one go-to receiver each and every game. They've got different guys stepping up in those roles. Johnson and Barber are, are two of the better ones, I would say, um, and both went over 100 yards in this game. Um, Vidal didn't 
have a great game. Uh, 34 yards total, but Billingsley really stepped it up. 85 total yards. Uh, Labron still had a great game. He's been Marshall's go-to back with their starter being out, and he just continues to come up large for them. So that's great to see for them. Um, it's just as far as quarterback play goes, they weren't having much success. Uh, neither Columbia nor Fancher could really get much going. Uh, Fancher, you know, as we've seen previously, has been brought in uh, to run the ball more and get that type of the game going, and, and even that really wasn't working for them. Uh, they didn't have any uh, – well, let's say this. Besides Laburn, they didn't have a single – running back over 10 yards a carry, and they didn't have a single wide receiver with over 40 yards total. Uh, not a carry, I'm sorry. Total total yards for the game, they didn't have anybody with over 10 yards for the running back, and they didn't have anybody over 40 yards for a wide receiver. So that's surprising there with what Marshall has done early on in the season. Um, they had a little trouble holding on to the ball as well. Um, just just a struggle of a game for Marshall. You know, the the turning point when you have a, a tough game is it goes one of two ways, right? You either turn it around, you fix your mistakes, you come out hotter and better overall, and then you've got the opposite side of that, which is maybe some frustration in the background, getting on each other too much in the locker room. I don't know how much of that's going on, but you could you could bet that there's probably something along those lines with how this game went, and hopefully this struggle doesn't continue for Marshall fans um, because they had so much promise coming into the season. And uh, now would they sit at two and two with already having one conference loss uh, after that Louisiana tech who is not in our conference and South Alabama matched up. I called this one uh, for South Alabama 38, 24. They ended up taking it 38, 14. So even a little bit better. I kind of, Got lucky on the the score for USA there, but um, yeah, uh, again, South Alabama is kind of the team that a lot of people thought they'd be the one that would step up over there in the West. Uh, Bradley's looking good, uh, you know. They've got a you know a stable of running backs. I'd say. I mean, no, none of them are head and shoulders above the rest, but they do spread it out and have success there overall. Uh, and wide receivers, you know, Lacey's kind of their standout guy uh, well i'd say wayne's probably their most standout guy but Lacey's are getting up there now too and they're spreading the ball out there they had no more than three catches per wide receiver so they they're and they had about nine of them on the stat sheet so uh really good job of spreading the ball around offensively there uh defensively they had a lot of success in this one with uh four sacks uh nine for loss there they had interceptions in this game as well uh banks came away with two of them and one of them for a touchdown so that's a big time turning point to help them uh they they had this one in control pretty much by halftime i'd say it wasn't really within doubt and certainly by the end of the third quarter it was it was over so usa continues to impress um should have come away with that victory over ucla but you know they take care of business against Louisiana Tech team, and uh, I'm sure a lot of the fans in the conference are, are happy to see that because Louisiana Tech usually thinks of themselves pretty highly. And then my highlight of the night, I knew it was going to be a, a good one coming in, and it ended up being a great game overall too. Louisiana versus Monroe, UL Monroe. Uh, this is like we said before. This is a game that like even if again even if one of the teams is great and one of them's not great, it's always a close matchup. It's similar to the App State Georgia Southern, doesn't matter if a team's ranked or not ranked and you know, 
barely has any wins versus a team that's almost undefeated. It doesn't matter. These are the types of games where that stuff just does not matter. Uh, the the crowd seemed to get into it finally more towards the end. They were pretty pretty quiet mostly throughout the game, at least on the ESPN Plus coverage. It's not always the best, so we have to say that uh, just to make it. You know, I don't want to diminish anything, but um, that the fans were trying to accomplish there. But Louisiana Cajuns just continue to struggle there. Again, running backs couldn't really get a whole lot going throughout the game. Um, Passing game was okay. Actually, I think the passing game was okay. But Monroe just really came away with the plays when they needed them most. Uh, Rodgers, as the quarterback for Monroe, didn't even throw a touchdown pass all day. Uh, They scored the three touchdowns that they got all on the ground. Um, So now that was to say Howell had a massive catch to go, I think. Oh, yeah. 89 yards i was gonna say 90 plus but 89 yards and so he had 124 yards but most of those came on one catch um and the running game was just enough down there in the red zone to get it done because it you know they're just in there close enough to put the ball in the end zone so it, it wasn't the greatest game of all time you know most of us in the Sun Belt know that you you've got to score more than 21 points to win games a lot of times and um it didn't needed to be. It didn't need to happen in this one, uh, which was a little bit surprising. But this is one of those hard fought games. Again, anything can happen. You could have a three nothing final in a game like this. It's not going to be shocking. You could also have a shootout of sixty one to sixty three or something. You know, I mean, it, it, nothing is crazy and out of the ordinary when these two teams match up and it's always fun to see that it was a great way to finish the night and watch that one happen um Monroe fans I'm sure are happy that the first time they've beat the Cajuns in quite a while I think 2010 is what they said on the broadcast so um great job from Monroe or maybe they've turned a corner maybe the West isn't owned by the Cajuns this year Uh, I didn't think it would be I thought Troy would be the team to step up maybe they will be We'll see. Uh, stick with me. We're going to go into week uh, five preview by later in the week. And thanks for listening.